Hello and welcome to Tune In, Tune Out, a podcast where we tune into a different piece of entertainment each week and tune out the bullshit. Now here are your hosts, Troy and the Triz. Hello everybody, welcome to Tune In, Tune Out, I'm Troy. And this is the Triz! The Triz, old President Triz over here. President Triz, President Triz, President Triz. It works out because this episode is releasing the day after the Fourth of July. But right? hopefully, you all had a good barbecue or a family celebration. Um, listen, folks, on Troy and the Triz, we don't like to get political. I think we can all agree that America's government is shoddy at best. But America, USA, baby. We do have a kick-ass country with a lot of kick-ass states and kick-ass environments and kick-ass people. Um, America kicks fucking ass, all right? Maybe not so much our government, but America kicks ass. Did you did you see that lady at the Olympics? She was like Should on the podium. Yeah, I heard some shit about that. But it's Everybody's it's funny. It wasn't it wasn't even like a political thing. She was just like she was just tired and didn't feel like being there. So she thought she was going up like after it was all done. <laughs> she she just wanted to go to bed. For you. <laughs> That's she, the medium. She's right. So if to go you to were bed. in the Olympic games, what do you think event you think you would participate in? Curling. Yeah. You'd be all right at curling. Troy. You could curl your boy. I could do some curling for sure. You could definitely handle heavy stones. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, no problem at all. Oh, how about you? What would you do? Um, you know, I've always been really good at badminton, but I don't think I'd be good enough to beat anybody in the Olympics. Those motherfuckers can fly. You know, those are legit um, badminton players. Yeah, they're really fucking legit. Um, shit, I don't fucking even know. I don't swim very well. <laughs> um, I can run. Um, water polo. Actually... You know what? Maybe handball. Uh, there's a sport, handball, that I don't know if it's still in the Olympics, but it was like not the one where you bang the ball against the wall, but one where you throw the ball past a goalie into a net. Interesting. I never heard of that. And I think I'd be okay at that. I didn't even know that was a thing. Troy, there's a lot of things you don't know. Apparently. <laughs> this year, I believe, in the Olympics, they are bringing back uh, softball and baseball after a hiatus. That's good. There will also be BMX, um, trick bicycling, and mountain biking. Um, golf making an appearance, if I remember correctly. Uh, a couple other things uh, new on the Olympic schedule. I feel like golf is a hard one. Like, how do they determine who's going to be on the like team for golf? Is it just one person, or is it multiple people? I. I imagine it's probably something like the uh, the Masters, right, where it's like a team, but maybe there's team and individual. We'll have to tune in the Olympics and find out, Troy. Nah, I guess so. I mean, Troy, I probably, you I probably won't. Men's, you can check out all the men's butt cheeks and I the probably, diving events. And... I probably won't watch golf, but I'll read about it online Not enough after. butt cheeks. <laughs> Not enough butt cheeks for Troy. But... Uh, let, let's move past this. We we have we're gonna talk about America today for Fourth of July. Yeah, baby, land of the free, home of the fucking brave. 
damn straight. Um, all right, I know, Triz, you pulled some article about the American Revolution. Triz wants to give a history lesson today. Yeah, history lesson. Uh, at age 22, Troy loses his virginity to a hippopotamus on a bizarre <laughs> safari ride that ends in tragedy. I feel like oh, I would the history die. of America, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the history of America. Right. Let me backtrack. Um, I, I don't even know how you would make that work with a hippopotamus. Like the positioning, us, the positioning just would not work. Try. <laughs> don't play like you wasn't up in that hippo. Hippos, hippos has it. <laughs> um, oh, God. All right. Anyways, we digress here. So yeah, I got some facts about the American Revolution. Um, you know, 1777, baby, America becomes a country. What up? Get the You're fuck wrong. out of our face. You're wrong. We You're wrong. You. It was 76. It was 76. It was 76. Yes, it was 76. Yeah. You fucking but up, right? By 77. <laughs> by 77, Morocco was the first country to recognize the United States of America. I mean, good for them, I guess. Fuck okay. off, Troy. I don't even recognize Morocco today. Troy, you greasy, <laughs> hairy bitch. You Moroccan hating son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, another fact here we've got. The French lost more men in battle during the American Revolution than the Americans did. How? I would imagine that this fact has some basis in the idea and the ideals that the French, you know, kind of came in at the end to help seal the deal. And the French probably fought the British on some pretty big battles and lost probably more people than our skirmishes throughout the X number of years. And then after all that, France gave us the Statue of Liberty. We really made France our bitch. That's true, Troy. We did receive the Statue <laughs> of Liberty from France. Um, it was built in and obviously in, put in New York City. And uh, then the French got invaded in World War One. Then the French got invaded in World War II. Um, yeah, our history with the French has been interesting, to say the least. They're a bitch. Um, Troy, you know, I apologize to any French listeners we may have. <laughs> you know they're giving us another Statue of Liberty? Really, Troy? Explain. I just did. That's the extent of what I know about it. Okay, wow. Hold on, hold on. Give me no give timeline, me, no fucking anything, dude. Wow. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got you right here. They're sending you a second. Right they're sending a second Statue of Liberty to the U.S. Um, and it's named. It's nicknamed the Little Sister. It's one sixteenth the size of the Statue of Liberty we already have. 116? I mean, Triz, that's still pretty big. It, it, it's it's going to be... That's what Troy has to tell himself. <laughs> ladies, <laughs> ladies, 116 is still pretty big. I'll try it. That's pretty small. It's, it's 992 pounds, and it's just shy of 10 feet tall. Um... And it's an exact replica of the one they gave us in 1878. Where is it going to go, Troy? Up your butt cheeks? Probably. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure where it's going to go, actually. 
I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Way to half fucking ass it. Hey, I mean, that, now we know that it's coming, though, so be prepared. That's what I, Troy tells every heavy set woman he sleeps with. <laughs> okay, it's coming, right. so you better be prepared. <laughs> all right, well, that's kind of cool. I mean, speaking of statues or monuments and things of that nature, um, I actually, oddly enough, read a couple recently articles recently uh, talking about the Russia gifted to the United States in, like, 2006, I think, Um a statue to memorialize 9-11 and the statue is in New Jersey like across the river from the city it's like a big statue of the two twin towers split in the middle with a teardrop in the middle like coming down and they gifted it to us it's in New Jersey it's to memorialize you know to um, in memorial and recognition of all the people who lost their lives on 9-11 so if you all are around the city and half of New Jersey it's pretty nice I guess how big is it? Bigger than you. Why would they put it in New Jersey and not in New York City? Well, Troy, I don't know if you got a lot of land in New York City, Troy. You got a lot of space to put fucking big monuments. I'm sure they're gonna put find it in the space. They have they have enough space to put fucking skyscrapers and shit. They can find space for a statue. Put it well, put it next to the nice park right across the river, Troy. I think you can make the, the journey. They could have put it next to the Statue of Liberty. Troy, why don't they put it up your ass? It wouldn't fit. Um, Bullshit. <laughs> all right, Triz. Quick you question. Lose it in there. What What do you think is the deadliest job in America? Oh, like nowadays? Just over the whole course of American history, what do you think the most deadliest job that it's been? Um, probably uh, construction on skyscrapers. Think people like falling down and. Shit oh, like that. big time. They said like one out of every five people plummeted. It makes sense. You remember don't that famous like, photo where they're all eating lunch on the motherfucker? They didn't have no safety harnesses. They're probably drinking beers up there too, getting a little wobbly. Um, I don't know about that, Troy. They probably are during their lunch break. But actually, the deadliest job is, believe it or not, president. Yeah, let that know, hang out Troy. there. It is. I don't think- know, Troy. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. We're listening. There has, say something. We are currently on the 46th president, correct? So yeah, so what you're going to say is that since there's been X number of assassination and assassination attempts per number of presidents, the percentage and ratio is much higher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you're going with this slick, Rick. Well, that's what it is. It, it, if, the odds are if you become president, nearly one out of five people who have been president have died on the job. One out of five. If they had the so, statistics, the most dangerous job would probably be a fucking street prostitute. That means that means we are due for a president to die on the job because there's been more than five. More The last five have lived through, I'm pretty sure. So. And Troy, you're running for president in what, 2030 or – how old do you have to be? 35? So uh, you could probably run soon. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck everything up. You know what? I would be like the I would be like the people's president. I would be very charismatic. Um, I would go like hang out with world leaders and get high and party with them. Like I would take, you know, the political edge off. 
Just kind of like, yeah, dude, I'm going to fucking South Korea to hang out with so-and-so. Shit, yeah, I'm going to Russia to hang out with so-and-so. Oh, I got a checkers game with the president of Morocco at noon on so-and-so. Like, I'd be all about that shit. I'd be like, like, oh, I can't wait for President Triz to come visit. Get the house ready. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. And we'll talk about world things while we're fucking playing badminton or whatever. See, I think I would just like not do anything like i think i would just be like all right you know like the country's pretty much running itself i would just chill for four years well troy that sounds like the president <laughs> now the president does that. they go to meetings like it's boring as fuck i would just chill like i'd just go wherever i feel like going and that would be that that would be wow, it troy what is that you're gonna be your fucking campaign I'll, I'm not doing anything. I'll go where I go, and that's that. And people be like, "Hell yeah!" Vote, vote, vote Troy Larson, 2022. They would probably do that. Um, yeah. All right, Triz. All right, Troy. If you were Nicolas Cage in <laughs> National Treasure, if you were Nicolas Cage in the movie National Treasure. How would you steal the Declaration of Independence? I've never seen the movie. Um, All you need to know is that he steals the Declaration. Force. He just steals it. So I imagine I'd use brute force and weaponry and I potentially feel, take Troy as a hostage. I feel like that's a bad method. I feel like you're going to get arrested pretty quickly that way. Troy, I have you as a hostage. I tell the feds if they take one step, you're getting butt play with the fucking gorilla. I mean, I wouldn't want that to happen, but I feel like they would probably like care about the Declaration of Independence more than me. Nah, they'd be like, all right, all right, take it easy, man. Just don't harm that young man's butthole. <laughs> and I'd be like, there's no harm in this dude's butthole, y'all. I once seen him sit on a unicycle. And when I say sit on a unicycle, I'm talking no seat, pull up his ass on a unicycle going down the boardwalk. Jesus. No, what you got to do. And it was a lot of speed bumps. <laughs> what you got to do is you have to rise up as an elected official, eventually become president, and just tell them to give it to you. Probably the easiest way. Well, I look forward to you doing that, Troy. That's right the way you that you. Assassinated. That's the way that you do it without going to jail, Triz. Because what's the point of having it if you're just going to go to jail? Oh, sorry, Troy. I didn't know you were a big fucking historical document nabber. I don't know you're out there fucking scooping up the Magna Carta and shit. I know you're out there fucking um, sticking your dick in the Declaration of Independence and wiping your ass with the Constitution. I'm not president yet, so I'm not. I Once I am, then that Have stuff could begin. Have you been practicing begin. on lesser important documents like, I don't know, the records at the public library or... <laughs> <laughs> People's venereal disease health scans at a local <laughs> clinic. Like, have you been ganking in personal information? I would have so many paper cuts if I was trying to do that. On his wiener. There's no way. Troy, fucking fat stacks of documents. <laughs> oh, what's a paper cut? All right, I got a couple more facts about the revolution. Let's hear them. You like you like this one, Troy? Due to generations of a healthier diet, the average American soldier was several inches taller than the average British soldier at the time of the revolution. Give it up. What up? Woo! 
And we nope. beat them in basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like both were probably like incredibly short. Like weren't people just shorter in general back then? I don't know. Troy didn't live back then. I'm pretty sure people were like at most like five feet. Since you've had a lot of like little four footer Englishmen running around here with their muskets. Look at you, Troy, pulling out the muskets. That's what they used back then. That's right. No, you didn't know that. <laughs> Anyways, Troy, would you, uh, let's say you're back in 1775, shit's hitting the fan. The Patriots come to your house. They knock on the door. They say, listen, we're done with British oppression. Join the ranks. Odds are you're going to get smoked like a trout, but come join the revolution and put your wiener on the line. Are you going to fucking get in on it, Troy? Or are you going to fucking do the British? What? Do the British? Give um, head to King George. I <laughs> Giving King George a beach. <laughs> if, if I had the choice of fighting in battle during the American Revolution and not fighting in battle, I would choose not fighting in battle a thousand percent of the time. It is it's that great. attitude that made us the country we are today. It was <laughs> truth, it was brutal Try back then. You were pretty much sucking off King George. You were pretty much just showing up. If you were on the front lines, you were dead. Like there was no question about it. They were just throwing bodies at them. All right, Troy. Well, we did win. So some people oh, survived. Yeah. Like we did win, Troy. Yeah, the people in the back of the line survived. That's all right, Troy, because after we win, your ass is getting tarred and feathered. I'd rather that over death. Exclusion and tar and feathering? I'll go to England. (laughs) (laughs) You loyalist prick. What a fucking prick. What a loyalist son of a bitch, dude. If I go... get the hell out. I'll, I'll, I'll pull a Paul Revere. British bitch. Troy is probably the guy after no. fucking Pearl Harbor ready to, to move to Japan. I'll pull a Benedict Arnold. Clearly these guys are better guys, so... I'll just take the winning side. Which is America. But if they start tarring and feathering me, what am I going to do? Just stay? Take it like a man, Troy. I guess... Well, if it makes you feel better, this fact says only one third of the people in America really supported the revolution in 1776. Really? That's what it says. So, so two thirds were just chilling. They were fine. And then a third of the people were like, this is bullshit. And now all of a sudden the whole country has to switch things up. Trey, you are such a loyalist. It's like, I don't, are you? I'm not a loyalist. I'm just right now. I'm not a loyalist. Like it's just like, Liverpool what happened? Or Manchester, some shit right now. Like, what's the time over there? I'm not a loyalist. I'm just saying, like, what happened to like majority? What happened to I'm ma- not a loyalist. <laughs> what, loyalist, what happened? Loyalist, loyalist. What happened to majority rules? Like, why, if a majority of the country was fine, why would a third of the country take it upon themselves and be like, you know what? No, All right, we are, Troy, we're let's changing say everything. Two thirds of your friends are cool with getting butt fucked, and one third are not cool with getting butt fucked. 
Should they just get butt fucked because everyone else likes to get butt fucked? Are you just going to go on and get butt fucked? If they're in a land where it's the norm, then yes. <laughs> if it's like what everyone's livelihood is surrounded by, it's all they've ever known, yeah. So you're saying, Troy, that even though you don't like getting butt-fucked, if two-thirds people like it, then you'll just go along with it. That's what you're saying, Troy. That's not what I'm saying. That's what you're saying. You're like, no, guys, I really don't like the feeling of getting butt-fucked, but since you guys do, I guess I'll just go with it. And you pull your pants down and lube up. It's not really an equal comparison. No one's saying that you can't be the one doing the butt-fucking. Troy. No, 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 no. You know, we learned a lot about Troy in this episode. He's a loyalist butt fucker. Getting his butt fucked. Loyalist style. No, man, I guess. It just seems to me like if two thirds of people were cool with being castrated and one third were not, they shouldn't have to go along with getting castrated because two thirds are cool with it. But it's different. These people weren't getting castrated. They were just living their life like under british rule and oppression what was the oppression though like really they had mock trials they had things you couldn't do things they had i don't know try high taxes let's see uh taxation without representation they you probably didn't learn this in your british school i did (laughs) they probably talk about how americas were unruly and we are all fucking big dick and we wanted our own fucking plates (laughs) All I'm going to say is everything that you just listed right there sounds like stuff that we have going on today anyway, so there's no difference. So now you propose we go back under British rule, like Canada? Maybe. Oh, my Lord. Folks, I am so sorry if you turned into an episode about 4th of July and American (laughs) independence and proud to be an American. I was not aware that my fucking co-patriot here was a goddamn fucking loyalist. You're just so I apologize. Like I never said I was a lawyer. At home. Your boy over here is a true patriot, true blue. All right, true patriot. Yeah, I would fight the British. Yeah, I'll fight anybody who comes in here talking about they're gonna run my ass. All right. Yeah, I don't like my government, but I'll be damned if I let another government come in and push me around. That's so you know what, Troy? You just move so out to fucking Chris. Ireland or wherever where you can keep oppressing people. Do you know we'll how contradictory that was? USA. You just, USA! you just contradicted USA, yourself. USA, 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 USA. Yeah, according to you, <laughs> according to you, yeah, <laughs> according to you, yeah, I don't like my government, but I'm not going to let another government come in and push me around. Meanwhile, that's exactly what they did during the American Revolution. They didn't like their government, so they created a new government to push people around. It, it, it's that was just so contradictory, Triz. Like, no, created a government versus being taken over by a government, Troy. That's a big difference. If we all got together and said we wanted to overthrow the United States and start our own government, that's one thing. If France comes over one day and says, your government is not good enough. You're French now. This is how you do things. <laughs> Baguettes, no big gals. I'm going to be like, yo, fuck off, frogs. <laughs> but is, first of all, two points. First of all, 
France. Joy, I'm not going to debate First you all, on, France, on, the, on Americans, American Revolution. France wouldn't do that because they're our bitch. And second, oh, of there all, it goes again. There it goes all, again. Second of all, what you just said is what they did. I'm not going to let them come over and say we're the government now. We're doing this our way. But that's what that's what a third of the country did to two thirds of the country, according to you. I'm going strictly off what you've told me. Yeah, but that was once again people who were born and raised in America from British roots deciding that they shouldn't be controlled by a country that's thousands and thousands of miles away. Well, that's not what you're you not going to sell me, Troy. Well, it's not going to happen. You're switching up your story. That's not what you said before. Troy, I got three fucking words for you, baby. United States America. Get with it, or you can get the hell out. I like I like how probably two-thirds of the way through that, you realize, shit, it's actually four words. So you just you just omitted the of. I don't have to explain <laughs> myself to you, Troy. That's because I live in America, bitch. <laughs> Uh, I you know why I don't have to explain myself? Because <laughs> this isn't loyal, fucking loyalist England, you bitch. Let's move on. Triz, on average, how much trash do you think America, <laughs> Americans throw away daily? Well, you're still around, so not enough trash. Oh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Probably a lot. Probably an un, unhealthy amount. Per person, like you as an individual, how much would you say? Daily. Uh, I throw out of trash daily. Mm-hmm. Four and a half pounds. You definitely looked that up, you motherfucker. I sure didn't, bitch. <laughs> it's 4.4 4 pounds. <laughs> I just put it in the zone. I feel like you looked that up. Um, I didn't look it up, Troy. I've made no movements whatsoever. I feel like you might have looked it up. Troy, the only thing I'd be looking up is your mother's skirt. But that but that comes down to <laughs> but one, that, but that, but that. that comes down to 1.4 billion pounds a day just in the United States. So if you had three options, Triz, would you choose to A burn it, two, freeze it, or three, just like send it to a different country, like in the mail or something? In the mail, <laughs> Germany just walks up to the mailbox like, "Oh, Zeisen, we've got seventy-two billion pounds of trash from the Americans." Zeisen, do you think that would start the a Americans? war? <laughs> do you think that would start a war if we did that? If we just took all our trash, Hell from yeah. a billion pounds of trash, and just Hell sent yeah. it to a country? What if we left a couple of bags of flaming dog poop at their door? <laughs> Zeisen, get some boots. <laughs> That could start a war. It would be funny though. Yeah, it would be. It'd be like the th- there'd be like the five years war known as the fucking dog poop war or whatever. What if it just started like a prank war? What are, what country do you think we'd be able to beat in a prank war? Canada. Don't you think they're a little close to home? They have a lot of areas they could infiltrate. So do you, Troy. So do you. Yeah. True. Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> Maybe a country that's third world and has no way to like get to us. Like Somalia? Yeah, we just drop like a thousand water balloons. 
They might fuck with that. They might fuck with that. It would be fun for the kids. But in answer to your original question, in regards to, okay, burning it, I don't think is good for the atmosphere. Um, freezing it sounds very bizarre. Like, what, you, like, freeze it with nitro or whatever, and then you shatter it, like, glass and dust it away? Or, like, what do you, how does, what does that mean? Imagine, like, like, you just, like, just send it to fucking like Antarctica or something. Let it freeze out. Freeze in a giant ice cube and just send it to Antarctica. It just becomes a new iceberg. No, Troy, that's a horrible idea. Why? That's just going to lead to so Why? much trash. What do you mean? It's in ice and it's an iceberg. How is it going to lead to trash somewhere? Because at some point with global warming, that iceberg will melt and then there'll just be a bunch of trash everywhere and then polar bears will be eating it. People will be yelling that we're killing polar bears. Okay, or maybe it would actually solve global warming by adding more cold ice into the atmosphere. Troy, you are just in a debatable mood today. Just you are ideas. in your you gotta, American. You are in your American spirit. You are you gotta, being rebellious. You got to think outside the box with some of these problems, Troy. I feel like that's a solution that no one's really thought of, and I feel like it could work really well. Well, Troy, why haven't you fucking written it in? You got a Nobel Prize, you man. So I just haven't tried to. Well, do it, bitch. You here sitting here? You think you can save the world, and you're just chilling, jerking off every night? To anime? Not, not every night, and it's not to anime. Don't start it's some spreading nights, rumors. Don't it's, start... uh, it's some nights, and it's to German bondage. Don't and porn. start spreading rumors, Triz. Oh, there's no rumors here, Troy. Everything has truth to it. What about dropping trash into a volcano? That would work. Just kind of burning it. It goes back to burning it. Yeah, but like... Yeah, I guess that would still be bad for the environment. Would it though? I don't know. It probably would. It probably would. Um, what if you just bury it? Isn't that what we do already pretty much? Isn't that what a landfill that is? That sounds really bad too. That's what a landfill is, right? Just burying the trash. Yeah, I don't think that that's good either. Or you could pull a Futurama and just send it out into space. Well, maybe space, maybe shooting it off into space. But dude, but problem, I also feel like at some point that's going to come back to bite us in the ass. Well, see, that's like it did in Futurama. That, I was about to say that was a situation in Futurama. They sent it out. It was almost like a comet of trash and eventually it came back. But that's like a thousand years from now. We'll be dead by then. So it's all right. Troy. <laughs> Loyalist doesn't care about the earth. I, wow, just, we are getting a lot of fucking colors from Troy today. You are just throwing accusations out there. Oh, Troy, there's no doubt in my mind that you are a loyalist. A loyalist you to D's. go back to England. D's nuts. You're a loyalist to D's nuts? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fuck. Oh, my fuck. All right. Here we go with another little fact. All right. During the American Revolution, there was a spy ring that operated so covertly that nobody knew about them until 1939. Is it the Men in Black? I don't believe the, it's the Men in Black, Troy. I believe it's, uh, I don't know if anyone's seen the episode's turn. That used to be a TV show about spies in the revolution. Troy, you probably watched it and rooted for the British. No, I, I can't. Uh, no. 
I, I never watched it with the show. Okay. Well, well in any me. case, uh, and then it has a follow-up that we never discovered the real identity of a female spy from the American Revolution who was instrumental in exposing Benedict Arnold and John Andre as traitors. She was believed to have been part of a prominent loyalist family, but now she is known solely as Agent 355. Agent 355. That would be cool. It would be pretty cool to be a spy, I think. You think so? Yeah. I mean, You think you'd be good at it, Troy? You're yeah. kind of a sweaty nerd. Well, that's the thing. It's all about infiltrating the right places. Like, do I think I would be a good spy going to, like, Russia and infiltrating Putin? No. Do I think I would be a good spy going and stopping, like, a terrorist attack at, like, Comic-Con? Sure. A terrorist attack at Comic-Con. I could stop that. What are you dressed up as, first of all? I would go... Well, I could go as anything. I could dress up as like Goku or something. You, that's all. People are dressed up in costumes there, so I would, I would be able to hide myself easily within the crowd. Okay, and then you, what? You would defuse a bomb, or it'd be like one of those twenty-four style situations where it's like I have a certain amount of time, got to get there, got to stop the guy, and then defuse the bomb. But instead, you ended up defusing the guy and stopping the bomb. No. You had to stop and think about that one. <laughs> I'm trying to think how you defuse, you defuse that guy's direction stopping, and then stop the bomb. <laughs> stopping. <laughs> I feel like stopping the bomb should be relatively easy. I never really understood in movies how everyone's like, oh, is it the red wire or the blue wire? Like, I feel like if you're in the situation where you have to go and actually stop a bomb, you would have been like through that situation and training many times to know if it's fucking red or blue that you had to cut. They're completely different colors, both America colors. Do you think, you think but... it would work if you cut both at the same time? I don't know because I don't know what the wires do. Like I don't know well, the purpose Troy, that of might the wires. Be important to know if you're going to stop at a terrorist attack at a comic con. Well, yeah, I'm not saying I'm the one doing it right now, but I think if I were the one to do it, I would have enough training to get it done, no problem. Well, you live your dream, Troy. And what happens after you stop this attack? Are you like hailed as a big hero and there's a Troy Larson parade and women are just falling all over you? And make I would love be, to us, Troy. Make love to us. I would be a pretty shitty spy if I just let everyone know, hey, I'm the guy that did that afterwards. I would just go about my day, act like it never happened, visit the different vendors at Comic-Con. To visit the different vendors at Comic-Con. Yeah. So at the end of the day, a disaster is averted. Nobody knows about it. And Troy walks away with an original Hulk number seven. Well, that's Hulk how it angry. goes, dude. That's how it goes, dude. If, if you ever watch those shows like Homeland, stuff like that, like the world could be seconds away from mass destruction. And the regular person has no idea at any given moment. Right now, someone a disastrous world-ending event could be avoided, could be in the process of being avoided, and we'd have no idea. And if they fuck up, 10 seconds from now, we could be dead, just like that. It's, it's the facts of intense, life. Right? It's, it's the realities of America. America. Oh, look at you saying America like you fucking... 
well, down fourth, with us. It's, it's the Fourth of July episode, so we gotta. <laughs> um. All right. Another fun fact: <laughs> around sixteen point six percent of Hessian mercenaries in the American Revolution ended up staying and living in America. Good for them. And I, if I remember correctly, Hessians are German. Um. So yeah, sixteen point six percent. That's a pretty big influx in our our population. Well, to be fair, since then, our population has inflated significantly. Well, yes, Troy, but we're talking about the American Revolution, obviously. Weren't there like 200 people in America back then? I think there was more than that, Troy. Was there, though? There really were not a lot of people. There were like look 10 it up, people look for it up, a vote. Look it up. Look there it up. Like look it up. 10 people look it up, in the town. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. How many people? So if there's 10 people per town, 10 towns would be 100. You think there was 20 towns in the entire United States of America with all those states? Possibly. All right. I was a little off. I was a little off. Okay. It sounds like you might be significantly off. What's the answer, Troy? 2.5 million. <laughs> I feel like we would lose 200 but, people in four battles. But to be fair, I was close because in 1610, there were 350 people. And okay, then just in 1610, Troy. And then just in 10 years 16, later. 1610. And then just 10 years later, there were 10 over years? two. Between 1610 and 1620, now there's over 2,000 people. And then from there, it just grew exponentially. So I was close. Okay. Not really, though. A little. Nope. <laughs> if we're talking about pilgrim times, you ask them clothes. <laughs> but of course, what do you know about pilgrims? You're a fucking loyalist. I'm not a loyalist, because you have to stop saying that. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Did you know that Uncle Sam was a real guy? Oh, I feel like I heard that, but please... Uh... His name Go was on. Samuel Wilson. He was a meatpacker in Troy, New York. <laughs> so Sam was a meatpacker in Troy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's all I heard, folks. How about you folks at home? And he eventually became the official meat inspector for the Northern Army in the War of 1812. And he was given the nickname Uncle Sam for his good nature. So Uncle Sam is a meatpacker. Essentially. In and he Troy. was packing Troy. Yep. He was packing meat in Troy. <laughs> <laughs> we like danced around the perfect way to say that, and that's it. He was, <laughs> he was packing meat in Troy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. But um Troy, that, that's that's right by your neck of the woods, right? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, yeah, we're talking about capital region, Albany areas, uh, capital of New York. So, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like that question has come up before. I don't know if it was on, like, who wants to be a millionaire or trivia crack or some shit, but it was, like, one of those – it was a question of uh, what was Uncle Sam's career before the, you know, War of 1812 or whatever the fuck – and that was okay. one of the answers. One of the answers was like U.S. Postal Service, blah, 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 blah. 
So yeah, keep that in mind, folks. You may stumble across that on a trivia someday. It's going to be the winning question to bar trivia in a few years, get that $20 gift card to Applebee's or something. Yeah. Everybody likes Applebee's that's American. Um, All right, Troy, you are going to like this fact. Let's hear it. And I'm pretty sure this is about your great, 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 great grandfather. The first shot of the American, the first shot of the American revolution was fired into a guy's crotch. <laughs> was it? <laughs> Odds are he most likely had it replaced with some sort of fake testicle. <laughs> one glass night and one super mega bouncy ball. His, grand, his grandson would do the same. Was it a super mega bouncy ball or a glass night? <laughs> Back then it was probably a goddamn marble. It's probably an acorn. No, I was just about to say a chestnut, <laughs> not a fucking acorn. <laughs> That's probably a good replacement, though. It's probably nice and sturdy in Acorn. Like, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one, all right. I'm going to see if we can't find a little bit more about this guy's poor crotch. Yeah, okay. We're just scanning here, seeing if we can find... Trish coming unprepared. Well, it brought me to another link. I actually really want to know about this poor gentleman. I mean, realistically, Triz, if we're being serious, like back then, he probably just lost the nut. He probably did not get it replaced. <laughs> to be to be real fair, he probably died. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> I mean, we're talking back then. He probably got some sort of gangrene on his dick. He probably came fucking blood poisoning and he died. He probably bled out. Exactly. Oh, shit. Well, if I can find that by next time, folks, I'll have more facts on it. Um, This is a good one. In 1775, the royal governor of Virginia offered slaves freedom if they fought for the British in the American Revolution. After the war, the promise was kept, and about 14,000 slaves were freed. Oh, that's good. Good for them. I mean, they probably, like, I'm trying to imagine where they were living and, like, existing as non-slaves good for them mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. not and being able to like live a normal life back then you know because like i would imagine if they're just walking down the street the average white man's probably like there's slaves you know what i mean like they, it was probably hard to go buy something at the store or something like that you know yeah one would hope that he also gave them some land to live on or some shit but you know you were think you would think that that fact would then like in the end he lied and kept them imprisoned you know and like what a douche but no it's nice to know he kept his promise there were, there were some there were some good people back then yeah some some uh, some trustworthy people some loyal people if you will oh Loyal, you say, huh, Troy? <laughs> Almost like a loyalist. No. Anyways, a good one here. Peter Francisco, a.k.a. the Virginia Giant, was an American soldier in the American Revolution, renowned for his strength and size. He was 6'8", and he once killed 11 men with his five-inch uh, broadsword at the Battle of Guilford Courthouse. That's, that That's would a big be... man, Troy. That's an interesting story. Like, I feel like that would be a cool like video to see happening. Like, just some like almost seven foot man just wielding a sword, slashing people. That could be a horror movie. Yeah, dominating. 
That could uh, be a Troy, hard would you, do you think that, obviously you would be impressed. Do you think that you would be, that you would date this guy back no. then? Why would I do that? And you're a loyalist. He but that's a whole other story. does all you this. Just, it's almost like, um, like a Romeo and Juliet. You just remind me back then is when this happened. So like back then people were shorter in general. So like he was probably almost double the size of the average human. He was the fucking Virginia giant, dude. Yeah. He, he was like they don't Andre. call you the Virginia giant unless you're fucking bigger than life itself. He would have dominated basketball. Yes, he would have. Yes, he would have. Did basketball exist yet? Maybe he did. Oh, that's a good question. Basketball was invented, I believe, in Holyoke, Massachusetts, but I can't tell you when. It was 1891. I think he might have been dead by then. Yeah, probably. He might have been dead. Um, that's that's crazy. It, it, I didn't realize it was that recent that basketball became. You're a not going to like this next fact, Troy. A statue of George III was pulled down in New England during the Revolution and subsequently melted into ammunition that was used against the British Army. You would have been upset. Why wouldn't you I would like that fact? That's a cool Sitting fact. in your loyalist house, looking out the window, Chris, being like, those goddamn patriots, they should leave that statue up. I can't believe it. And then when you found out they were shooting British with it, you would have been appalled. You would have been fucking appalled. First of all, for some reason. Anything. You wouldn't have said anything to anyone's face because we know you wouldn't have gone to warrior the way. But you would have talked hella shit in the tavern. But you gotta talk shit in the tavern. But like for some yeah, reason, you talk hella shit in the tavern. You'd be like, "You see what no damn patriots did to that fucking?" No, <laughs> you'd be British. You'd be more like, "Oi, bloody George! Did you see what those patriots did to our beloved statue? Tore it down, they did, and melted it. The audacity to use it against us in war." Well, realistically, that's, that's, that's British Troy, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, that was British Troy. Well, according to you, Triz, two thirds of the country would have been like that. This was yep. this was really a war for a third of the country. Yep, you and your fucking British homies. Whatever you say, man. I'm talking hella shit. Fucking it probably sucked to live back then. I really would have probably hated it. I, I would understand why people would be alcoholics back then. Sure, I feel like you would have been um like a uh a mill grinder, like working at a a, a mill. I think like I, I think grinding I would have been a flour at a mill, flour mill. I, I probably would have been like a blacksmith. Oh, blacksmith would be good for you. Yeah, I could, yep. I could or a general a store, general store merchant. I could do that too. Yeah, hell yeah. Troy's pharmacy. No, I'd rather that than being like a farmer, just working yeah, on the that gives all day. me That gives me a building to burn to the fucking ground once we win the war. Once so we you're gonna win. You're gonna loyalists. win. You're gonna win the war, and then go ride and destroy your own country that you just got. I'm gonna tar and feather you, Troy. That's reserved for the worst of the worst. That's that's for like witches and shit. <laughs> witches and warlocks and such. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, man. That's what they used to do back then. They would tie a cinder block or a brick or something to your leg, push you in the fucking water, and if you survived, you're a witch. That's and then they would kill you anyways, right? And they would kill you because you're a witch. So either you die and prove that you're not a witch, or you survive and then get killed for being a witch. It was a win-win situation for the people. They also for the people that were doing used it. To, 
do a thing called pressing, right? Where they would just put a board on you and just keep adding weight until it crushed you. And I think to myself that at some point that must've felt so good for my back uh, before (laughs) it crushed me. (laughs) I think at some point I'd have been like, Oh, that seals crack my spine. But then it would have been very bad. I think the absolute worst way would have been like when they tie each limb to a different horse and just have them run in four separate directions to tear you apart limb by limb. Oh, drawn and quartered. Yeah. Oh, that that's to be the most miserable way to die. I can't even imagine. Like, oh. Um, we can do. I'm not going to get into them. Let's do an episode at some point about the worst ways to be killed, the worst okay. torture methods, the worst. So that's a good idea, there, Troy. We'll build off that. Okay. Sounds good to me. Now, Troy, if you could live in any state in the great U.S. of A, besides New York, what state would you pick and why? Oh, that's a good question. This Um, is America, baby. You can have it hot. You can have it cold. You can have it however you want it. Okay. It would definitely be a coastal state. I would want to have water, like an ocean nearby. So that's, that's for show. Um, From sea to shining sea. Honestly, I feel like I could fuck with Florida. Oh, Florida, the basement of America. The basement of America, you got some nice beaches. You can go to like Miami if you want to get wild and crazy and shit. Or you can go last two hours in a wild Miami. I could, I could live for two hours in Miami. And then you go and you get old, you go to like one of the retirement towns, like what is that, like Jupiter, Florida or something that's like a retirement town and you're chilling. Like, you, you don't, you pretty much have everything you need down there. The only thing you have to avoid is the alligators. Yeah, you got alligators. You got a lot of senior citizens. Yeah, but it depa- like I said, it, learn- depends on, it depends on what part of Florida you go to for the senior You might want to learn Spanish. Why? There's a lot of Spanish speaking people in Florida. There's a lot of Spanish people, Spanish speaking people everywhere. Okay. Well, you still may want to learn it. You're going, you're, here just, you are, Troy. You're, Troy, you're going out clubbing in Miami. You might that, want to know some Spanish. That's just advice for a general human being. Learn a language would be advice for a general human being. Yeah. Learn Spanish is advice for a friend who's deciding to move to go Florida and party in Miami. I think I'll do just fine. Thank you very much. They also they also have a lot of cocaine down in Florida. So if you want to make a little extra money, you just become a cocaine dealer and there you go. Now you got some flashy cars and shit. Troy, are you basing your decision to live in Florida off the movie Scarface? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> It wouldn't be a bad wait, wait a way second, to live. Wait a second, wait a second. This all sounds awfully fucking familiar. <laughs> no, I will be honest. I've never seen Scarface. So. Oh, Troy. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not basing it off of that. Should I watch Scarface tonight? Troy, you get more un-American by the second in this episode. First of all, that is not un-American. If anything, that's like on what, like Cuban or something? What is it? Or a Colombian? <laughs> Un-Colombian? It's an American movie that would be part of American movie history. But what is Scarface? Is he Colombian or Cuban? I feel like Colombian. Uh, I believe he does come from Cuba. Cuban. So it's on Cuban. 
But it's not like the movie was made for Cuban audiences in Cuba in Spanish. It's an American movie. The Godfather is an American movie about the Italian mafia. Still American lore. I've never seen Godfather either. All right, folks. Uh, how many time we got left here, Troy? Because I really <laughs> cannot stay on a podcast with this loyal okay. son of a bitch much longer. If, if I had to watch one of them tonight, Godfather or Scarface, which one should it be? Scarface. Scarface? Yep, it's a nice one-and-done movie. It'll take like a couple hours. If you're going to do Godfather, there's three parts to it. Yeah, but I heard the third part kind of sucks. It kind of does. And aren't they like four-hour movies? It's long. Nice. Much longer than you're accustomed to, Troy. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a maybe down the road. But I'll watch Scarface. But Scarface is a Scarface is a quick hit. A lot of action. A lot of violence. All right, I'll do Scarface. Well, you better because Sam's packing meat and dry. <laughs> um. Yeah. Tris, do you have anything else on your list or are we pretty much besides you never asked me where I would live just for the folks at home who are wondering what state I'd live in. (laughs) um, It would either be Louisiana because I love Cajun food. I love Creole. I love Cajun food. Um, I love the, the parades in the streets. I love the above ground cemeteries. I love the voodoo lore. You just want to go to Mardi Gras. That's all you want. I would not love the humid hot weather and the mosquitoes, but I would love the rest. Opposite that, my other choice would be Maine. I love seafood. Um, Maine seems like it would be pretty cool up in the North Atlantic. I feel like lobsters. I feel like living in Maine wouldn't be too far off from how you live now. Yeah, maybe not, but just better seafood, I guess. Is it better though? Or is there just hell more, fucking yeah? It's or is there just more ports? More ports? No, fresh Maine lobster, you mean? Well, lobsters too much work. That's my opinion on lobsters. Too much work. Give me some good. Give me some good imitation crab in sushi. <laughs> and if you want some real crabs, you just gotta comb through Troy's pubes. <laughs> Come over. No imitations there. <laughs> Those are the real deal, folks. Um, yeah, man. Somehow our America ter- podcast turns into talking about my pubes naturally because you know naturally. Um, yeah, but no, I think that's all we got, right? I think that's it. That's America, baby. We did some facts. We talked about some states we'd like to live in, and we After- found out Troy's a fucking loyalist. Really, like anyone could probably listen to this episode and they'll know everything they need to know about America. They could go, they could pass an AP American history test now, probably. Oh, you think they could like get their um, citizenship, pass their citizenship test with our knowledge? Probably. Maybe. Probably. Um, but with that, I think it's time to tune out. Well, you know what they say. This has been Troy. This is the Trist. And just like Troy's fucking loyalist little wiener, when America's winning the revolution and he's hiding in his fucking house, we are out. (laughs) 